and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And a fish fucking movie just won an Oscar. Fish fucking movie just won an Oscar. That was the original song from... Cold, <laughs> from Shape of Water. From Shape of Water. Is that uh, by Guillermo del Toro? As sung by Jen Stansfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Oscar report next year. Yeah. Uh, that's a movie we haven't seen yet. But yeah. yeah, we just watched the Oscars. So many movies we haven't seen. Oh, we don't watch any movies. Haven't seen The Shape of Water. Haven't seen Call Me By Your Name. Lady Bird. Haven't seen uh, Three Billboards. Haven't seen Three Billboards. Haven't seen uh, whatever that fat suit Gary Oldman movie is. Oh, Churchill. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I don't want to see that. I'm never going to see I don't. I, you know what? No. I, you know, there was a, you know the, the closest I ever got to seeing a movie, we ever got to seeing a movie that, like that was when we saw The King's Speech. Oh, yeah. I liked The King's Speech. I mean, I liked it too, but it was, it was a. Uh, we a, also saw that Abraham Lincoln movie. Uh, oh, the Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln. Yeah, well, that's because that's you're because you're a Lincoln. I am. Fan. You know what? That was a fucking boring movie. Yeah, well, it's fucking Lincoln. Yeah, we yeah. haven't seen Phantom Thread. I'd rather watch Phantom Menace. <laughs> I'm sure I would like Phantom Thread, but I feel like it's one of those movies where it's just like some eccentric genius guy who treats people like garbage. We know what it is. by Daniel Day-Lewis, who is an eccentric genius guy who treats people like garbage. You know, like what I got to do is I got like one day. One time, you know, at some point, just be like, okay, I'm just gonna watch all these P.T. Anderson movies, you know. I, you know, so, you know, maybe I'll watch a bunch of these kind of movies, you know. And I'll and eventually I'll become the most uh, film man ever. Film man ever. <laughs> you know, I'll see all the movies. You know what? We still haven't seen like Oscar nominees from last year. We haven't seen Oscar nominees from like before. from for like the past decade. Yeah, there's like because there was a time when we saw like a whole bunch of them when we first got out here. I feel like there was two or three Oscars where we saw like all of them. Yeah, you're right. I feel like we, there was a point where we, you and I would see a lot of movies, but yeah, we, we just we like we were seeing like just random shit. Oh, all the stuff. You know, we would find a way to get to the theater more often than not. Yeah, and I don't know what happened, but we just kind of I don't know. Let it comics, co- comics, wrestling, life. life podcasts we also didn't have like anything at that time we didn't have hulu we didn't have netflix we didn't no have amazon prime we didn't have a tv that could stream shit no we didn't have any actually anything that could stream shit no uh except the computer no yeah that's true so that was back then yeah back in the day yeah but um so I'm like i still haven't yeah. seen like, spotlight spotlight's up on i netflix, still haven't I seen think. dallas buyers club <sighs> There's a th- it's in my Netflix queue. We know what the deal is. We've talked about this before. Where last week too, it's like you ha- we have to be like a certain mindset to want to see certain things. You know, you can't. Just, I can't. It's hard for me just to turn and be like, I'm just gonna watch Dallas Buyers Club. You know, which you know, sure. You know, very you know, very an emotional movie. You know, mm-hmm. something I'm certain I would you know appreciate the craft for sure. You know and whatnot, but well, we did see. We saw Dunkirk. We watched Dunkirk last night. Uh, we also watched uh, Oscar-nominated the, for ad- adapted screenplay, The Disaster Artist. Yeah, I didn't like it. No, I thought I was going to like it. No, yeah, it was like it. it was a shitty movie, and it sucks because I've read the book that's based on. Yeah, and you've seen the room. We've seen the room plenty of times. Uh, we've watched the room without people. 
yeah. uh, by ourselves because it was. I remember the first time we ever watched yeah, it, it was, was on Adult Swim. It was on Adult Swim, and yes. then we actually saw it in Boston, and we've in seen the it in the theater, and we've. I believe we've done that at least like three times. Yeah, we have, and it's a great experience to watch the room and everything like that. But the movie. This movie, you know, that's about this book that Greg Sestero, who wrote, who played Mark in the movie, wrote about it. And in the movie, the book's actually very interesting. Yeah. I think the book is really good in terms of just telling a story about a movie that, you know, and telling it, just kind of explaining this, this, whatever was going on. And I think the movie just didn't hit, hit it for me. Yeah. And And I would also have to say, uh, James Franco's brother. Is a terrible actor. Yeah, he wasn't very good. He's really bad, and you're just kind of like, oh, this isn't good. He just was. a bland actor, you know? But I will say, big ups to Paul Shear for doing Angry Man very well. Paul Shear. I've never seen Paul Shear in a role where he's angry before, and I was like, holy fuck, man. Yeah, because Paul Shear is in it, he plays like one of the, the DP of the movie, and he, you know, he has a lot of scenes where he just gets frustrated with Tommy Wiseau, and... Starts yelling at him. And he starts yelling at him, but like in a way, it, and I, I've known, I was telling you this, like, he was on Mark, not Tommy Wiseau, but Paul Shear was on Mark Marin, and he was talking about how when he was younger, he got into fights and stuff like that, and, you know, if you've seen Paul Shear, you know, he just looks like a He's a skinny guy. He's a skinny guy. You know, it doesn't look very intimidating. Intimidating. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, it just doesn't come off that way. Um, but there is, there was some uh, fire. Yeah, there and really I was like, was. and was I want, and I want, I want that in a movie. So I want that in a mar. I want that somewhere else where I want to watch it. And I want to be like, fuck yeah, and I want him to like, yeah, be fucking just, just take it. Yeah, I want to see intense take it. anger from Paul Shear in some sort of movie. Give I want him to a be serious role. Give him, give him a, give. Him, I want him to be like a heavy, like a, in a Bob movie, like a no, boss. No, even that. I want him to be like, you know, playing a role where, I don't know, someone's kid goes missing, and he gets fucking pissed off about it. Oh, he'd be like, like Harrison he gets, Ford or something, like yeah. trying to find a kid, like yeah. witness starring like, like Paul Shear. The, the media won't leave the the family alone, and he's like the brother of the mom. No, no, no. His I, kid went, went missing, and he just like goes out and just like just starts throwing news cameras, <laughs> just throwing them. Like ah, yeah. he's like, get out of here! What's wrong with you, you vermin? Like something like that. Just vermin. Just like, yeah. I like that. It's no. like his niece or something. No, no. He's got... I mean, maybe he's done other roles like this. Maybe there's other know. stuff that I've, he's I've been in. I've never seen him do anything like that. Yeah, like before. on TV or I something. I was very impressed. He's never been... It's because it's never been like that on the on the League either. Yeah, like, no, you know, it's always strictly comedy, you yeah. know, the League. Uh, but it, the thing about the movie is like, look, this, this Disaster Arts movie, like, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, there's characters there's people there's actors in there that people that i really like like paul yeah. shears in there jason manzoukas is in there which for i think for the first time i've seen him in something where he is not fucking creepy fucking creepy wild yeah, yeah. whatever i mean he's just kind of like it's him and hannibal burris yeah and hannibal burris is his like business partner in that movie yeah and so there's that and seth rogan's in that movie. yeah and i, I like diane's in that movie yeah i like i like seth rogan and stuff i'm, I'm actually a big seth, i'm actually a big seth rogan fan he was pretty good in this one he was just like the exasperated guy yeah. just trying to do a damn job. No, yeah, then that's the thing. And I just, but, you know, it's just Tommy was, uh, you know, James Franco was Tommy was so, I, his impression was accurate, but it also was like, I'm watching a guy pretend to be Tommy was so, not, yeah. this is Tommy was so. Yeah, kind of like when you watched, um, if you watched Ray. Yeah. When you watched Jamie Foxx as Ray. I've never seen Ray. There's a moment, and I remember I was sitting in the theater and I watched this movie. There's a moment, it's probably like halfway in, when he's just, I don't even know what he was doing. 
he literally became yeah. Ray Charles. Yeah. That he was the perfect embodiment of this character. Right. It wasn't an actor playing a part. Yeah. And this is the disaster artist. It is an actor playing a part. Yeah. And it is very obvious. It's very obvious. And it's especially if you've, here's the thing, if you've also seen The Room as many times as, you know, we have and, you know, seen Tommy Wiseau in action being Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. You know, this, this weird guy, like it's, it just doesn't feel right. And yeah. And the movie, and here's the thing too. I keep saying, here's the thing. When my Alex, Alex, Alex Baldwin, the way that the script ends yeah. and just the way that the story ends, like it's such a fucking, it just feels like such a cop out. Well, it is because it's this, it's a Hollywood move ending. It's like everything was great and everyone is happy. Everybody loves it. Like, not everybody loves no. it, but everybody's like, Oh, well, there's, there, there's this acceptance and you he gets still this have acceptance. This really weird guy floating around who won't tell anybody where he's from or where he has gone. Well, he doesn't his have money. to. He he's doesn't a, have to. He's not obligated but I mean, to do that. He lies about how old he is. To even his friends. Yeah. He's fucking weird. He's kind of an asshole to everybody. Yeah. He's just a, like a jerk. And it's like, well, what? Yeah. And, and then in the end, it's like, oh, everybody loves you, Tommy. And it's just. No, no. That's and it's like, no, him. nobody should like him. But the only way they got the okay to do this is to say, oh, everybody loves you, Tommy. Yeah. Because no, not everybody loves you, Tommy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not how this goes. It is, it is. I really feel like a lot of it is I think just... you're fucking weird. They're just putting it out. Yeah, I feel like the, 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 the way that they did the movie is that, you know, and to put... To get this movie out, it's, you know, so Tommy, you know, it t- looks like Tommy was so did something great, you know? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, he brought this movie to the zeitgeist and it, people watch it unironic... Or people watch it ironically and they have yeah. a great time. Yeah. That is 100% the truth. I, I will... As somebody who has... Had many laughs watching oh, yeah. the thing, you know. It's but it's not because it's a good movie. But it's because it's fucking. It's something that bad. When they're like, "Oh, the room's going to get a theatrical wide release," I'm like, "Don't do that." That's what that's that's yeah. Don't, I, no, you don't need. You should never see that movie as a straight movie. Yeah, you have to watch it with a bunch of other assholes throwing shit at the screen and, and, and yelling, yelling out things and yelling out lines. Like that should be a movie that's only up at midnight, and you should only show it at midnight or in like an evening screening. And yeah. it's like, or oh, we're going to have all this fun. We're going to do this. Yeah. It's like no. I know they do the midnight stuff for Rocky Horror Picture Show. You can enjoy Rocky Horror Picture Show without all the weird shit that goes along with it. Yeah. Because the music in that is great. Yeah. Uh, and and so is Tom, uh, Tim Curry. He's amazing in that movie. Mm-hmm. But The Room is not that. <coughs> no. The Room is something you can only enjoy. <coughs> yeah. No, it's, with, it's with bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, and this movie just kind of... It just ah it just didn't feel yeah like it it should have, and uh, or didn't I mean look I mean it was, it was going to be because it's a story about a wacky movie and every, I mean you're yeah you want to make Hollywood endings I mean I definitely would not have I can't understand why it was nominated for an Oscar yeah well I mean I never read the book you did the book was great I think the book is really good. It, 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 you know, I think it just got best adapted screen. And there's a lot of stuff in there that, like, just is really interesting about Greg and just interesting about the production of this movie and just a lot of different facets in there that, you know, for somebody, again, who's, who's seen the movie, has experienced this phenomenon or whatever, you know, learning more about it from this perspective, it's just, a, it's just very engrossing. Yeah. But as a movie, it just, Ah, God, I was disappointed. And I was really actually excited because I was like, oh, my God, they're going to do this. Yeah, I was actually excited to see it. And then we watched it and I was like, 
Glad we didn't see this in the theater. I would have been. I would have been so upset. I would yeah. have been. I mean, not, I mean, not upset, upset but I've just, just been, been like, disappointed. Yeah. Disappointed is what I am. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I saw it on my couch. At least that was. Yeah. And you know, say, but here's the, but uh, to to that point, but you know, being positive, coming out of it in some sort of positive way, there were some good uh, performances there in there. Performances. There's some things in there. there. There's there's actually like just some little moments too that I liked. You know, like I thought the girl that played Lisa. Yeah. Did some things in there that were like very much like the girl that yeah. played Lisa, like just the way that she moved, like her face yeah. and everything like that. Like I thought that was really, uh, just just stuff that was really clever and just interesting mm-hmm. to you know because it's acting. People are doing good, are doing a good job and understanding the um, what's going, you know, what what they're portraying. So uh, yeah, no, I, I that's that's but that's my take on it. I mean, you you if you it, it's yeah, I mean if you if you watch it and you're just like. You know, you've never seen the room. I don't think you know. You might just appreciate it because it's a crazy movie, and there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on. And if you've never read the book and you've never seen the room, you know, and you just leave it at that, then you probably really like it. Yeah. And I think that's maybe how a lot of people probably did it. A lot of people that voted for it uh, to be nominated probably did because none of those people. I bet a lot of those people aren't going to go out to see the room. Right. And a lot of them ain't reading that book. I mean, I'm just how it is. I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. I just feel that it just got nominated based on, you know, this, this story, you know, and just kind of bringing it. I don't know. It. it eh, eh, eh. Yeah. And if you do want to see the room, don't just watch it. Don't just like. Sit don't down. subject yourself to that because well, it's not yeah, a good don't movie. Don't be like, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch this movie, man. I've heard such great things about it, and just watch it like you would watch any other movie. Don't do that because you, you won't like don't it. Don't do it. You won't have any fun with it. You'll just yeah. be like, this is Get some, awful. Your biggest asshole friend. Mm-hmm. Find a screening of it at midnight, even if you don't know what people say, or just watch it at home, or just you, do something. Well, no, I mean, like if you just see it at home, just like or see it at uh, in a screening. Yeah. You don't have to know what people are going to say. You'll catch on pretty quick. Yeah. And you'll have a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's just... Oh God, that fucking movie. It's a mess. What kind of money, Denny? Scotchka! S- yeah, Scott. Yeah, just all those wacky There's parts in there. weird shit going on. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But, so we did that. We saw the Oscars. We saw... We watched Dunkirk. We did watch Did Dunkirk. you like... I, I like Dunkirk. I liked it. It was good. Actually, I really liked that it wasn't four hours. Yeah, I was surprised how short it was. It was a nice, short, tight movie there yeah. wasn't it was actually very beautiful like beautiful oh, yeah. shot movie yeah well one uh i mean cinematography no didn't win cinematography i know it was up for it no the, the the Brett blader won cinematography oh, yeah, okay. uh it was um it was up for it though. yeah the sound mixing one though sound which the sound mixing is great because i mean you're talking war and yeah. just you know war sounds and just everything that's going on in there like it's a very minimal movie in terms of dialogue yeah not, on really purpose say a lot yeah and it's done that way on purpose totally um, and it's also, I think, something that I really, really liked about Dunkirk was you still had the heroic story, mm-hmm. you know, of Dunkirk, which is, and this is not a spoiler, this is history. It yeah. is the British forces on a, on a beach, boats come and save them and get them off the beach, take them back to Britain, right? right. Yeah. Um, that's the story. That happens in this story. Yeah. But I think... If it was an American movie, mm-hmm. there would be a lot more like overcoming and like stabbing yeah. and like very big over the top overtures yeah. of like mowing down all sorts of Germans. You know, this is just a very, we're fucking stuck. We gotta get out. Here come some people. They have some shit to deal with. 
but it's not like I have to, you know, stab all the Germans in the face. Yeah. And and so and they get them off. And that's there are it. very there are very few Germans in this movie. There, I, I don't think you see one. Do you? Mm. You see them in the plane, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you I really, really don't see them. They're kind of just like off. Yeah, the, in the distance. Yeah, it's, you see the there's some French soldiers and stuff because they're also screwed. Yeah, and stuck on the beach. But it, there's just a lot of, you know. What are these guys going to do? Yeah, no, it, it's 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 really good, yeah. uh, and I yeah you know, I would definitely recommend checking that out. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, Oscars, you know, Get Out won Best Screenplay. It did, which was awesome. Which is cool, I, and it's not so much. Look, Get Out is not my favorite movie from this year by far. I mean, it's a good movie, and it's very. I kind of want to see it with the alternate ending. Yeah, well, it's, an it's alternate ending was a sad ending to it. Yeah, yeah. and apparently that was supposed to be the original. Ending. Mm-hmm. I have not seen it. It's in, it's just an interesting movie. Yeah, interesting movie from an interesting source. Yeah, from Jordan Peele, who you would not think. I mean, you could. I could totally see that because he's a weird dude. Yeah, you know. I mean, just watching a sketch. I mean, there's just the guy. The guy's got a million things going on in his head, and you know, he worked on something that it's kind of like you know. Just you just want to work on something that you feel, and he felt that, and he did it, and people made it, and people supported it, and it's great. Hell yeah, man! You know, and it's yeah. I mean, the, I mean, freaking Peel from G- Key and Peel won a Oscar. Yeah, I mean that's the guy awesome. Who used to have all the wigs. The, the, the wigs. Yeah, uh, Key and Peel should have won like all the awards for wigs. Yes. Uh, Key and Peel's a really good it's show. Such a great show. I love it so much. Key and Peel's uh, a really good show. The, every time I'd watch, I'd just be like, the wigs. Oh God, the wigs. <laughs> There's just some. There's, I mean, there are so many wigs. There's just a lot of good. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there, so and they. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he won, and you know, they. I thought it was that was awesome, and I mean, yeah, it's just because. Cool. But it's it's not my favorite movie, but it was very. It's a very interesting movie, yeah. And you know, it it's just very. I guess it's kind of cool that. I mean, well, let's put it this way. It, I mean, it's a horror movie. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah, it, it was definitely, a it's, a, it's a horror movie that won an Oscar. And that really stands out in terms of, you know, okay, well, what else can we do that's like this that and, we can put out there that people... Also, it's will, so different yeah. than other things that win Oscars. Because, like, if you look at what typically won an Oscar and you put Get Out next to Call Me By Your Name... Mm. What do you think is going to win that Oscar? It's going to be calling me by your name because it's beautifully shot. It's coming yeah. of age. It's got, you know, sex and drama and blah, 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 blah. But. Well, just let me say it's basically what yeah. Oscar bait. You it's know? Oscar bait. A hundred percent Oscar bait. Yeah. You wouldn't think that a film like uh, Get Out would have ended up like Oscar, Oscar bait. bait. But yeah. it really, I think in terms of creating a discussion and just creating just buzz and making people just making it aware of everything like that it's just it's wild i think too because jordan peele said something when he was talking he was like i tried to write this script 20 different times yeah i stopped every single time because i just didn't think people would let this happen yeah but i kept at it yeah because there's i mean that's a fucking inspiration especially to somebody like myself who is a writer Mm mm-hmm who you're like, oh, this is weird. No one's going to get this. But you still want to do it because it's just stuck in your head. Yeah. And and that's really great to hear somebody say, like, you know, I just kept putting this thing down, but I kept picking it back up. Yeah. Because he knew. And even and even to the point where, I mean, Jordan Peele is quite prolific. Yeah. You know, in terms of the stuff, you know, comedy that he's done and just being super talented. And, you know, you think a lot where people like that are just 
gifted. You know, there's yeah. it just things just happen for them. You know, you kind of just take that they take you know they take it for granted that it's just like, well, I'm Jordan Peele and I've had the success with this TV show, and you know I've had you know people really like me to sing, so why not? I'm going to do this and people are going to love it. It's like, no, I mean, he had, he struggled with it. Yeah. You know, and he said this, I mean, he's, he probably have said this up and down the board and, you know, talking about this movie. And I heard, you know, I've heard a little, you know, heard pieces of it here and there. just, you know, about like, I go to somebody with this and somebody's not, why would somebody want to make something like this? Cause it's so drastically different. Yeah. You know, is. than a lot of films that, you know, really any films that you'll see out there, you know, and that, you know, for it to be as, uh, uh, renowned, you know, um, oh, I guess one more try to get a word. Uh, Regard, highly regarded as it yeah. as was this this Oscar season, you know, just award season. That's awesome. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Congratulations to him, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, because I know he listens to the show. Of course he does. Yeah, listening um, to it right now. <laughs> he's like, oh man, I remember his wife Chelsea Peretti. Chelsea Peretti, yeah, who another another you know fantastic yeah comedian. performer and comedian and stuff like that writer. Yeah, so there's you know some cool people doing stuff, man. That's what I like. You know, yeah. it's not always the same. As long as it's not the same people all the time, which it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it feels That's like sometimes. We should write a movie. Yeah, we should write a movie. We should should uh we should write an adaptation of our book this week. No one wants an adaptation of this book. No, they don't. I didn't okay, we'll talk about when when we get there. But this book fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, well that's why you our heard it here first. That's why our show is called Worst Collection Ever. <laughs> it sure is. Because we figured it out. Yeah, we should talk about it now. Yeah, so let's take our break. We'll come back and we'll talk about our book for this week. Crap tonight is the dream given form. Crap tonight is primitive culture. Crap tonight is Jedi Knight, the same as your father. Crap tonight is the beat you can dance to. Crap tonight is a big fat woman with thighs the size of a hippo's. Crap tonight is a podcast featuring two guys talking crap about sci-fi fantasy. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or even Twitter at Crap Tonight Two Three Five. Just look for Crap Tonight. It's Kryptonite, spelt with an A. All right, we're back here in Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Infinity Inc. number 22 from January 1986. Mm. This is uh, the second Infinity Inc. we've done mm. on this show. Yeah, I know you're not a fan. Growl. <laughs> uh, we're also, here's the thing, we're also in the middle of crisis. Yes, it's a crossover. And I, I, here, I It's look. hard because I feel like I'm just, I'm not following like crisis and... Have you ever, you ever read Crisis? I know I've never read it. We have I mean, cr- I've read the synopsis of Crisis and like the Wikipedia. You should you should read Crisis. I know I should. I we have it. Yeah. I should read it. It's one of those things I should get, like reading. But a, for me, this is just like and now everybody we're plopped down in the middle of a story, right? Which makes things difficult for me. I know, and I, but I look, I'm, and look, I feel like with Infinity Inc. Like we're kind of one for one because the other one was about like something about movies or something and that was stupid mm-hmm. but this one you know i figured you know i look at the cover and somebody it's got a big lizard on it well yeah the cover because when Who you look want a big giant lizard when you look at the cover on somebody's books you know you get kind of you know like oh okay this is going to be interesting we'll, we'll we'll uh we'll mess around here you know and so that's what we did and uh you know here we are so yeah it, it's got uh Dr. Midnight on the cover. Yes, Lady uh, this Midnight. is Lady Dr. Midnight. Uh, Our Man. Our Man. It's just, but it's the son of Our Man. But it's the son of his. It's a really we ugly costume. about him before. No, this is that's a different Our Man. Oh, yeah, because everybody's from different... Because there's like a million Our Men. And he's like the second one. Is this Nuke... What's his name? Nuke? 
Nuclon. Nuclon. Uh, Soon to be Adam Smasher. She is Fury. Fury. Obsidian. Obsidian. Only their heads are here. Well, the way for that some reason, and then they're watching Doctor Midnight and <laughs> the Son of Our Man get sucked into. Well, no. Here's Quicksand what. Okay. Also fighting a giant lizard. Well, no. What's happened? Okay, so basically, I mean, kind of. Well, she, this way to look. Okay, so the way it is is basically you have. A giant looks like a giant gila monster. Yeah. Behind our man, and he is standing behind uh, Doctor Midnight, whose costume is all disheveled, and yeah, she, you know she's had a hard go. And she's, uh, you know, and he looks like he's kind of like woo, you know, but he's. I don't. And it looks like Doctor Midnight is sinking. I don't know yeah. if she, if he is so much. That's what I was trying to figure out. Are, are they like? The perspective is such that these are boulders that we're looking at from boulders. Maybe and they're like pushed up against. It's a weird it, perspective. Quicksand. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then uh, at the top, you have Nuclon and Fury and Obsidian, and they're just, their heads are just looking down. Yeah, it's just their heads. But they're not. Also, some of their shoulders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Strangely enough, the, it wasn't just, they didn't just drew a, draw a head. They draw a head, drew a head, a neck, and some bit of shoulders. Yeah, for some reason, they so, just and didn't. And they just cut them off. Well, I know, but maybe I think with regard to uh, Obsidian, like Obsidian, I mean, you sure, know what his head looks like, but. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird, but yeah. So and it's it's a Todd McFarlane cover if you didn't know that. Yeah, and I would also like to say that uh, Nuclon has Seamus hair. Yes, he does. He's got a nice red mohawk. He's got a sweet mohawk. Yeah. Uh, also, one of those cowls that only goes up to the ears. Yeah, Yo, when, you, he, when you got a sweet mohawk, you got to show it off. I don't understand. Does that those? No one understands. I have never understood the. The cowls that just either cover like your eyes or your you just kind of go around your face and just square it up. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's always weird to see people like have that on, but then like you know how do they remove it? Like how does it kind of just hang? Yeah. I don't know. It just it's weird. Does it give you a headache? Because I'm assuming it's very stiff elastic. Yeah. Well, same. It's got to stay on your face, you it's know. It's got to be elastic. And, and I've always frustra- it's always frustrated me that I've always wanted to make wrestlers mm-hmm. in my game with that sort of thing. And you can ne- they never put that in there. And it's like, that's what most superheroes all look like. Yeah. Like, even Superman had that going for a minute when he yeah. was the red and blue Superman. Like, yeah. That was, it's, it's frustrating. So, <clears throat> so yeah. Um so that's what we're doing here. We're doing a Infinity Inc. in the middle of Crisis. Yay. Mm-hmm. And uh, the story is called Uncivil Wars. Yeah. And here, and right off the bat, we're... So many characters. We're right off the bat. We're in the middle of... Uh, basically, we're in the middle of Crisis. Like, we're in between... Uh, I could say... I could actually tell you because it does say here. Um, I want to do this because I want to do this right. Uh, so we're in between, like, Crisis four, uh, issues four and five. And we... This is, like, right after Green Lantern's wedding. Apparently, yes. But not... But, like, just the Society Green Lantern. Yeah, so Alan Scott just got married to Harlequin. Yeah. But not Harley Quinn. No. Like, some chick dressed like a jester. Yeah. And then... uh, But we're here, we're looking on... They're on the monitor ship, because basically, you know... The, the crisis is happening. All the Earths are being, you know, the antimatter wave is coming through the universe and it's eating everything. And then you know, basically they have to merge everything into one. Yeah, and, and that's basically all these the Earth reason are here. That, they're, that they're here. But they got brought here, and so we've got Red Tornado with a coloring error because his trunks and legs. That's that Red Tornado. This isn't Red Tornado. That's Gem, the son of Saturn. Jesus fucking Christ! 
Tornadoes. <laughs> he looks like Red Tornado. He does actually. That's what he. I've mistaken Jem for Red Tornado uh, a few times. Okay, and it's so kind of Jem. Yeah, Jam. John Jones. You got the Creeper. You got the Creepers there. You got Obsidian. You got that Green Lantern Jade. girl. Uh, Brainwave Junior. Brainwave Junior. Brainwave Junior. Uh, More like, what's her face? Uh, Fury. Yeah. Wonder Woe. Wonder Woe. Uh, Silver Scarab. Hector Hall. Okay. You've got Starfire. You've got Nightwing in his 70s costume. Yeah. You have... Star Spangled Boy. Man. Uh, Power Girl. Power Girl. I don't know who this is. Halo. Halo. I don't know who that is. Scal- uh, Fire Hair. Who? Fire Hair. No. I'm not kidding. He oh, was I'm a, glad they only draw him in here and he goes away. He was this. a redheaded boy that was raised by Indians and they became named him Firehair. Oh, that's not racist at all. What is this guy? That's the uh, Golden Age Adam. Okay. And Northwind. And Northwind. I know them all. And then there's like a piece of gum in the middle yeah, there's here. there's just like a big giant lump what of are, cotton candy. What are we looking at? What is that? I don't know. What is it supposed to be? It's somebody just having a big hunk of gum. It was like... Bleh. Yeah. So they brought all these people here. Yeah. So they just got all zapped here. Yeah. And because like, it's from a previous what? crisis issue and but then they uh, have to figure out who everybody is yeah apparently nobody knows who anybody is well because they're like oh my gosh look at all these heroes and stuff and we see people that we that weren't in the original cover because there's a, like a pink clop well man. here's the here's the thing that's pink clop man that's plasmus he is so here's the because because we also have villains yes here. they've also been zapped here because we have villains so Pla- uh, teen titans villain plasmus is here uh-huh he is just standing there's around solomon grundy is here yeah We've got uh, Doctor Fate is here. You got you got some of the the uh, the, the uh, fuck was it challenges the universe or sure. unknown. You've got Batman shows yeah. up. Batgirl ba- is here. Batman isn't really doing. Batman doesn't do anything. Batman's literally in this panel, just in this panel, and they're like, "Oh, he died seven years ago." Yeah. So on whatever. But on Earth too, because on Earth too he died. Yeah. So he's here. He's like, I'm alive. Here's Alan Scott with his wife Harlequin, and as we know, Alan Scott is is gay. Yeah. So I'm assuming that Harlequin is also gay, and they're marrying each other to be each other's beards because this is the Possibly. 80s. Yeah. And you need some sort of safe cover. Yeah. And I like I like though that this this is Harlequin. Oh, oh my god, just so bad. Right? Jesus Christ. It's just like imagine like somebody's kind of cool mom who like kind who really likes rockabilly decides to dress up like a clown. That's what this woman looks like. This this is if. Your daughter, so you have a kid. You're 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 a teenager, and you really like Harley Quinn. Uh huh. And your mom's like, I'm gonna dress like Harley Quinn too, because I want to connect with my daughter. And then she goes to Party City and just buys this outfit. Yeah. And she's like, I'm Harley Quinn. Look at me. Yeah. She's wearing a literally a dunce cap. Yeah, with like puff balls on it. It's it's, it's awful. It's 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 bad. In a tutu, with like one of those like collars that you put on dogs that like walk on their hind legs yeah yeah i like how she's they're all talking about batman here yeah or no this is uh i think brainwave is saying this because yeah, he's like, he, he died seven years ago is like no problem for blaming it yeah because he's just like he's like he died seven years ago it's like what if batman's like i'm alive well apparently he's alive yeah um so Batgirl's there. We're just basically all these people talking. And then what's her what what is fury well, fury for some reason like sees diana no, she, well, first of all, first of all, she looks at, she's looking at, uh, Bat, Batgirl, and she's like, frankly love, because she's her and, uh, Hector are uh, an item. Yeah. And she's like, frankly love her when I see some potential competition so much. So she's already, like, she's like, like, afraid that everybody's gonna, like, fuck her husband. I don't think she needs to worry about that. Like, Why? 
I don't think that they're there. For that. No, they're not. But she, for some reason, I feel like that's the thing. She's kind of like, like she's looking. She's looking at Babs here, and she's just yeah. kind of like, "Huh, hey, look at that broad." Yeah. But so is she an Amazon? She's like, yeah, she's the she's the daughter of Earth Two Wonder Woman and okay. Steve Trevor. Yes, because so she walks over and she's like, "Oh my god, mom!" And she's like, "Wait, you're not mom. You're the other one." It's like, mom. She's like, no, I'm like the other. I'm like. Not your mom. Oh yeah, but her. See, her husband is given the eye to. Starfire. Well, that that thing later on, she well. does. She does look. He does look at uh, Starfire's ass, well, and because uh, everybody's just standing around, just milling about. They, like literally, it's just so much milling about. There's this talking plastic man and elongated man. Elongated man who are wearing the same colored outfit. No, that was his night. That was his eighties outfit. Oh, so they both were. Yeah, they like the blue and see rubber. each other. Well, it's weird because you see like there's this First, these you panels. See their hands. So. Is their hands are at the very top and they're coming towards each other. There's Nightwing is down here. We've got Fury, uh, uh, Flash, Jay Garrick, yeah. Jay Garrick, Flash, uh, Wonder Woman, and they're talking about like, oh yeah, you know, I'm not her, but you know, it's okay if, if Flash does goes between universes, so can we? We'll be okay. Blah blah. blah. And then in the next panel, all those people are still talking, and above we have Plastic Man's head and Elongated Man's head. And they look at each other, and they have those like, oh, oh, stretchy man recognition. Like, what, what would you even call this recognition star? Well, no, they just have like a like a like a. It's like a note. Just like, uh, yeah. What? What? How do you describe how, that? Yeah, it, you know what I'm talking about. It's like they see it, and it's kind of like a burst. Yeah, and you're like, oh, look yeah, at that. But it has no words. It's just drawn like a little bursty. Their friendship in these three panels is they're they're meeting and they're bonding because the next panel is them like looking towards the the reader, but they're holding hands. They've like joined hands, like yeah, and they're smiling and looking towards. And the they reader. form two boobs. They do, <laughs> or an upside down heart. Upside down, heart. but or two giant breasts. Yeah, whichever one you prefer. Um, yeah, so they have this nice little world, wordless friendship. It's yeah. probably, honestly, the most interesting thing that happens in these three panels. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's actually a lot, of, it's actually kind of nice, and yeah. it's like, you know, it's kind of fun that they did that. But, uh, yeah, and so then Hector sees his parents, and Hector's parents are those Earth 2, uh, Hawkwoman and Hawk. But it's not them. No, Hawkman and Hawkwoman. This is from Earth 1. Are these are Earth One? No, this is this is these are his parents. Oh, are they his parents? Yes, because okay. these are because is, is this bouncing boy? Yes. Oh. So these are yeah because you got because oh uh, there they there's his yeah because there's because there's the original uh, Carter and whatever I, I you know again there's don't so ask me to figure out all on. this Hawkman shit. There's so much going on in these panels, you guys. It's just crazy. And then someone's like, "Oh, I smell cigarette smoke," and what's his face walks in, Mister Bones. Mister Bones smoking. Yeah. Hanging out with, we well, he's hanging out with his group. So Mister Mister Bones has his group, Helix, Helix, who has like a Grinch dog. Right. So they have a dog. This is named Oh, fuck. Whatever. I just remember. <laughs> I just read the other names. I don't know. This girl's named like something Kaboom. Sure. And because she's actually like a twenty-year-old girl that just. Because all these groups, yeah. these, these this group here, there's like Arak, who's not the son of thunder, but like an Indian, uh, Native American looking dude, yeah, that like can do things. And they got like this. Isn't that ru- roulette over there? No, it's not. It looks like her. It could be, but no, it's not. Um, yeah, there's all these. I forgot. I I, I just read their read the update, but I forgot who they were. Uh, but and I don't. She's kind of like the one. Um, 
there was a Batman the Animated Series that had a girl. Yeah, the doll. That had the doll girl who, you know, was forever trapped looking like a six-year-old child. And that's basically what this is. Yeah. Like, she's an older woman, yeah. but she's trapped like this because basically she there's like a... Webster syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, she's a... This is, this is a, to do appeal to the Webster fans. Yes. Of, uh, of the... Was it was it 86? Yeah, yeah Webster's definitely on there. for that syndrome. I don't know what it's called. Angelman syndrome or... Is that what it's called? Angelman. It's, it's something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it, so yeah, and she's there, and it, it, so basically, Helix was a bunch of like children who were uh, born with some sort of powers or mutated mm. because their pa- mothers were uh, uh, experimented on while they're the kids were in the womb, okay. and they came out, and so you have this girl that looks like a doll, and Mister Skin or Do- Doctor Bone, Mister Bones. Who has invisible skin? Oh yeah. But he's got like a cyanide touch, so he can kill you, and he smokes. And then you have these other dummies, and then you have this dog. I forgot forgot what his name is. Critter. Oh. Critter. And uh, dog that wears a tie. Yeah, he's actually like he's actually like a man evolved into a dog. Okay. If I saw this guy coming, I'd be like basically a mutant. Yeah, but it's like it's he's like the dumbest looking villain. Mm Mm-hmm. So he just looks like he really is dumb looking. He looks like, like the Grinch. He looks like somebody took the Grinch, made him into a dog. Yeah, that's all it is. No, no, good point. Yeah, yeah. So basically, so they, they just basically start fighting. They're like, no, we're all here because the worlds are colliding, and we have to be friends. And yeah, we basically have to we have to work together to save ourselves. Yeah, but like you know, a lot of what's going on, I feel like there's so much going on. There's just so much. I could not keep any of it. I was like, and then this guy, but then there's all these characters, but then there's these characters, and and Solomon Grundy eventually shows up to fight people. For some reason, Eric Eric just has he- Eric had just has music around. He has him? headphones on, and like Is that what's happening? Yeah, because he's like listening oh, to. Oh yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> then like his headphones explode. So yeah. I think it was uh, this girl can make things explode with her mind. Sure, the the little girl, the one that looks like a doll. Yeah, and they're telling, and you know, and Mr. Bones is sitting there telling fucking jokes and shit. Or no, that's not her. He's not telling jokes. Someone's telling jokes. There's a, yeah, this girl's telling jokes, and then they get, she gets zapped, and this is dumb. It's just, there, honestly, there was so much going on. I was just like, okay. And they're like, look, can we just stop fighting and stop being dipshits. I don't know. Eric does some sort of like weird twister thing. Well, listening to, I'm assuming, Howard Jones or sure. fucking Rick Astley, because it's 1986. And Hawkman and Hawkwoman get caught up in it, and Wonder Woe has to save them. Yeah. Wonder Woman. So she does. There's, like, some jokes about Hawkwoman's costume. Well, Hawkwoman's costume, it's... Well, she a- says it's her old costume, and then she was squeezed into it, and she almost got knocked out of it when she got stuck in the tornado. Yeah. Jokes. So the worth two costumes some, sometimes don't work for me yeah there's a lot of weird ones going on there's wildcats here wonder girl is here this is a new panel well, okay so there's some green lantern that's john no, is it? this chick so that's johnny thunder Wait, so which one johnny thunder which one's johnny thunder the girl oh johnny thunder she's johnny with an eye talking about this i was like that's just hal jordan is that John or is that Hal Jordan? It's supposed to be Hal Jordan. It looks like he has hair. Yeah, no, we got here's the thing. Ragman's here of all people. Oh, actually. All sorts of fucking people are here. You've got uh all the bunch of Legion members here. It's a party. It is a party. Uh yeah, and so basically <laughs> Johnny Thun like you know, um 
Skyman or uh, Star Spangled Kid. I'll just call him Skyman. Uh, Skyman's like, oh, look, are you Johnny Thunder? Which we read something about her. We, did we read? You have, we have a book it? for her, but we never read it. Oh, means ba- I read it. We just didn't read it on the show. Yeah, there's a, there's a female Johnny Thunder. Yes. Who somehow becomes involved with the uh, the Thunderbolt uh, or has some sort of connection to the the powers of the Johnny Thunder. But basically, she's just like a Sybil Sybil Shepherd-looking chick walking around in a suit and tie. It's kind of like your uh, your lady boss in uh, Gotham. I, lo- I love a lady boss. Let me tell you, a, I love nothing more than a woman in a three-piece suit. I think that's fucking cool. <laughs> and if I didn't have tits... I wouldn't wear nothing but three-piece suits. Yeah. It's going to look weird on me because <laughs> uh, I need a tailor and it's going to cost a lot of money. But if you can wear them, I say wear them. Yeah. She looks badass though. Yeah, she's kind of, cool. and she's just kind of, and Skyman's like, Hey, look at that broad or not look at that broad. But he's like, Hey, I think I know you. Hey. Uh, and she's like, uh, I'm kind of like freaked out because I'm on this ship and I don't know why. And he's like, Oh, I get it. Maybe we should get some pizza. And he's like, and she's like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Where, Sky- where, where are you going to go? It doesn't matter. Just walk away from this guy. Skyman is just like talking to all the... He, then he turns immediately to uh, Donna Troy, who's standing right there, and he's like, oh, you're Wonder Girl. And he's like, oh, well, I've heard about you. Uh, say, maybe we should get a taco. He's just going through all the... He's like, oh, let's go to the Sabaros. Let's go get some Orange Julius. <laughs> he's naming everything that's in the food court. He's like, hey, let's go to... Uh, Do you think there's a food court on this ship? Do you think there's a Sbarro's There might be a food court on Orange ship. Julius and a oh, Panda Express. I, I was going to say, I hope there's a Panda Express. Do you think there's maybe a Paradise bakery in there it's gotta be some froyo gotta be a froyo Ooh, be a cinnabon menu. can you imagine can you imagine oh, him shit. no it's not gonna be it's there might be a cinnabon but there also might be a dairy queen mm. well if there's a dairy queen you can also put an orange julius in there too there's probably you know what else there probably is there's probably like a burger king yeah there's definitely either a burger king or a mcdonald's there's gotta be one uh, there's gotta be like one of those like local places like local people well here's a like, th- set up like a kebab joint right yeah, and at best, if you're at best, you're getting a Tim Hortons in there. If not, you're getting a glorious coffee. No, don't. Oh, yeah. And you're yeah. And you're in fact, no, you're right. or a Pete's maybe. Ugh. That's no. what you find at malls. Yeah, you don't want a Pete's. Uh, want to make sure it's a Starbucks or nothing, kids. So, and for some reason, I just re- it just kind Tim of Horton wouldn't be bad. Yeah, Tim Hortons would be great. Uh, maybe a Jack Ast. Oh, then go to Jack Astor's. Do you remember oh, Jack yeah. Astor's? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll have one of those. Oh, you go to Jack Astor's, and sometimes you go there, and they would. Do you think they have a Johnny Rockets? Definitely Johnny Rockets. I think they have to have a Johnny Rockets. Do you ever go to Jack Astor's? I don't think I ever went to a Jack. Jack Astor's is one where it's like apparently you can go there and they can uh, call you names. Mm, it's one no. of those restaurants. There used to be, and I wish to God I could remember what this place was called. Around the corner, maybe? I don't remember. But when I was a kid, there was this mall by our house, and in it was this kind of a diner type place. Right. And you could go in, and it just was like diner food. Like, my sister and I always got the grilled cheese. My parents got a burger, whatever. But you ordered via the phone at your table. Oh, that's right. Do you you remember something like that? I don't remember actually doing that. Yeah. But I remember and it. Was, I can have an idea of kind of what it's it was like. Called Round the Corner. It might. Have there been. was a place called Ground Round that no, we used to have Ground in Buffalo. Round. I feel like it was called Round the Corner, and you would go, and it was always so exciting mm-hmm. because you order through this red phone, and then sometimes they would call you back, or like it would go buzz buzz, and that meant your order was on the way. Hot shit! It was so great, and there was one. It was still around when I was a teenager, and Kathy and I had to go to it so we could order. Yeah. Because it was so exciting. No, it's good times. And it had greasy, greasy-ass fucking food. It was great. 
So yeah, so that he's going there, and also it it it, it kind of takes me off guard for some reason. Like Skyman has a bow tie on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Like he's just wearing a bow tie, and normally he doesn't wear a bow tie. You think maybe he put one on for the ladies. Oh shoot! Yeah, maybe he did. Maybe he's he, like he was like oh all the ladies. He's also holding like a cup of coffee. I think. He probably got that from Gloria Ann's. He probably did. Yeah. He's wearing his bow tie. Wonder Girl knocks it off. Wonder Girl just kind of knows she snaps it because he's like, hey, so I oh, heard... that's you. right. It's like an elastic. She's like, hey, so uh heard you might be kind of kind of a babe and he's she's like well i'm married and he's like oh sometimes you'd find don't find out and, yeah and then he's like oh look there's other people and then it, and then let me see some of the metal men well the metal men are here like we got uh, wildcat met, met, oh stripesy you got metamorpho you got cheetah here's a yeah you got mercury from metal men and yeah. so it's funny because then he's like he sees uh stripesy and he's like hey because that's like his partner yeah because the uh, star spangled kid was a teenage superhero and he had an adult sidekick that was this guy <laughs> what i'm not kidding this is actually uh this is actually uh this is where how they uh call me by your name oh is this that is, what happened this would have adapted from this oh you're right it's you're adapted right. by it well it was best you know, adapted screenplay yeah they didn't say that in the, at the oscars this year yeah but they wanted to. They're like it, age difference is weird. Don't feel weird about it. <laughs> that would have been that would have been if I was doing the monologue. That would have been one of my jokes. No one would have laughed. Oh, you know what? there would have been like four nerds at home just giggling. Oh, I would. Yeah, I would have popped those four people. They'd have been so happy with that joke. But yeah, so, but I, I but I like this picture where he's like trying. He sees his it friends because like trying to dab. It does look like he's. I, 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 <laughs> He's like he's kind of waving his hands in the air like you just don't care. Exactly what it looks like. And like Donna Troy is like, whatever. Yeah, she's like, I've had enough of you. So we get back to all the other goofs from the thing. We get back to the Green Lantern. And that's when Solomon Grundy shows up. He's like, my uh, Green Lantern is my enemy. <laughs> he, just, he just grabs it and goes, Green Lantern, my enemy. And so now it is time to fight. So Which, the, Thank God, because we've just had like panels and panels of people just yabbing at each other. Which I don't think yabbing is a word. Uh, that's a yak and gab together. Yabbing. Hope you like that one. Hashtag Yabin. Hashtag Yabin. Uh, so they start fighting. There's, you know, they're like, oh. They wrap them up in their green chains. And then finally, well, it's funny because they're like, look, we need to keep him, you know, we need to chill him out. Grundy's like, I'm not brainless. Heard little voice in my head telling Grundy not to fight. Uh, and more at stake than just revenge on Green Lantern. And they're like, what? And they're yeah. like, Cause, because Grundy listens to Grundy, not to head. Yeah, so. And because basically what's happening is Harbinger, who I don't know if she's on the same ship as everybody else, I'm assuming. No, they're all on the same ship. This is the monitor okay. ship. So she, I think she's telling him to stand down, right? Yeah, That's I think what's so. Happening. So then we see we've got Superman and Supergirl and Power Girl, and then I don't know who that Firebrand. is. Firebrand. Firebrand. Um, and then we've got this guy crying. Well, this so so basically we catch up with the rest of what's going on in crisis, and yeah. she's like, "Look, basically they explain what's going on. You got Alexander Luther from Earth Three, the only survivor of Earth Three. Yeah, it looks like Danny Bonaducci. He really does. He's always this. This Luther always bothers yeah, me. He just looks Danny, like a Danny Bonaducci is still alive. Yeah, he's right here. No, I mean like in addition to this comic book. No, he's figured. Yeah, he figured it out. He figured out life. Yeah, that's good. Figured out living. Yeah, he was having problems. He was having problems. I think he's... He's doing uh, all right now. Didn't he have, like... He was on, like, a radio show. He had a radio show for a long time. Yeah. And he would like, just... It he, was, like, a morning 
shock jock or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, he had some stuff that he was doing. I mean, I'm assuming, and he did that celebrity wrestling, I think, maybe. Did he? Yeah, with Hulk Hogan. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Danny Bonarducci. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then you got, what's it, Pariah here, and Pariah, I love, I love reading Crisis, because Pariah just always shows, like, he's in, he's like this, I, I don't know what, he's basically, he witnessed, like, the end of creation, and he just keeps showing up in different parts of creation and yelling at people, and everybody <laughs> just goes, and he's just like, ah, oh, guys, watch out, and it's basically, like, imagine the scene in Justice League where Flash is, like, yelling at Bruce Wayne while he's sleeping, and just imagine that mm. for, like, an entire issue of comics. Mm. That's what basically Pariah does. In the, pretty I, much. I feel kind of bad for Pariah because he keeps, like, trying to tell people to, like, warn them and, and change the future and stop the horror. And everybody's like, meh. Yeah, he's just got one yeah. thug tear going on here, yeah. too. He's just like... Mm. That's true. He, he kind of looks like Little Wayne. <laughs> like, he, like, like, you know how Little Wayne... He's like the Indian watching players. the guy throw trash on the ground. Who's Italian guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically they just explains like, look, you know, we got to, like, save these universes because all of them are going to be explode, you know, messed up and blah, blah, blah. So that's it for this. Okay, so now we're out of that. And now we're in part two... Now we're in Orangeburg, South North, South, yeah, sorry, South Carolina, and because what's going? Which Earth we're on? No, we're on regular Earth. Are we on Earth Prime? We're on Earth Prime. What's Earth happened? One. Yeah. Okay. So what's been happening is, uh, I'm fairly certain. Maybe, maybe I'm. I'm see, you know what? See, now I'm confused because basically, the Infinity Inc. are the kids of the Justice Society, and the right. Justice Society are not from. They're Earth Two. They're Earth Two. Okay. And so I, we could be on Earth too. We could be on Earth too. So that's why they kind of didn't know about some of these other people. So we could be on Earth too, but nonetheless, we're on Earth, right? On an Earth, and basically, what's been going on across throughout all these different Earths and all these different places is that there's all these weird temporal displacements <laughs> happening uh, with regard to things popping up that shouldn't pop up. So, and particularly in this case, you know, we're in South. Carolina, you know, in present day, and our man and uh, Doctor Midnight. Midnight are trying to figure, you know, figure it all out. Our man, I don't know what's up with these boots and everything. He's got a lot of. He's so, like Mickey so James. I was exactly going to say the same thing. It's like Mickey James and her love of bell bottoms. Love of these bell bottoms. He's got just bell bottoms, just sewn on his pants. But they're also bell bottoms that have slits up the front of them. Yeah. So they look even dumber. He's got the dumbest looking costume I think it's I've ever bad. seen. It's because purple and red, and he's got like vagina gloves. Yeah, he's got slitted gloves, but he also has a big, uh, what basically is an H on his chest. It's, it's clock. But in the middle of the clock of the where the dash of the H would be is a clock. Yeah. And he's got this, you know, the spirit mask or whatever. Yeah. And. A domino mask, I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, Dr. As opposed to Dr. Midnight's outfit, who, uh, the lady Dr. Midnight has, I think I like her outfit a lot. Yeah, but she also has the, the bell bottom pants. Yeah, so she, I'm not sure what's going on with, with these people. She has some flappy gloves, I but. I think in their, their earth, uh, bell bottom pants never went out of style. Maybe not. They no. Correct. But she looks fine. She's got like a moon on her thing. She's got kind of like a Cyclops visor going. Look, there's some ads in here. You can see RC Cola, oh, H&R Block. Oh, hey. You can do your taxes while the, the world is ending. Well, I mean, you got to pay your taxes. Scott Al Capone. <laughs> it's right. Well, that and syphilis. Oh, well, that. 
Yes. He didn't go to jail for syphilis, though. <laughs> syphilis, go to jail. Um, so basically... Yeah, there's just, like, fire. So apparently, okay, so yeah, apparently they're all at Green Lantern's wedding reception. Yeah. And I guess they were all there in their costumes, and then they got because what else do you wear plucked into uh, a different thing? And I, I do like this, you know, since it's Crisis on Infinite Earths. So for some reason, on this page only, yeah, there's like Earths. There's like all these different it's like, a mar- like a bunch of marbles. Yeah, because there's like all these Earths, like globe, you know, planet Earth planets, like lined up, and then at the bottom, they all just kind of pile up like a bunch of marbles. Yeah, like a bunch of marbles. It's kind of weird. Yeah. And so he, uh, yeah, and so basically, uh, he's, for some reason, Our Man 2 sucks because he's like, hey, I'm going to use your real name in front of everybody. And she's like, dude, I grew up with these people because yeah, she's from this area yeah. in South Car- in South Carolina. She's like, shut up. Yeah. So, and he's like, well, look, here's some hand grenades that the Dr. Midnight would use and, you know, make, cause she could only see in the dark. That's right. That's her thing is that she's like, doc- like Dr. Midnight, you know, he can only see better in the dark. Yeah. So that's what, you know, she's like, okay, look. And as this is happening, uh, there's a bunch of fucking cannonballs flying. Yeah. And then there's also this like part in, in kind of like drawn over here. There's this like Dr. Midnight talking about doing something. There's like a bunch of pills surrounding one panel. Yeah, which is weird. Which is weird. That's yeah. because uh, our man has the drug Miraculous. Right. And he just takes a bunch of pills. Yes. So basically, yeah, he's. he's <coughs> our man, just like, just like all the. Basically, just like, yeah, yeah that, that's something that's no, actually. I, we read something with an hour man. Who had oh, to, no, that was a JSA. Okay, you know yes. what? So we have talked about him. We have, because. Okay, had, you're right. Remember, they were on, they were in like New Orleans and he like had to take the pill. And that's right. Okay. To, and no, you're like, right. His dad showed up. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's right. JSA. Yeah, so we did do a JSA. So he, we have talked about him. Or it's a JSA. Was it a JSA in Cobra? It might it was one of those things there was definitely doctor son of our man with the drugs it was one of yeah i think it was actually the one gsa because they were in yeah and they're okay i remember now Mm -hmm. uh but yeah he's he does his drugs and she has to see in the dark and now they're trying to figure out and there's fucking cannonballs flying around and at one point like a cannonball just flies into like this power plant and just blows it up and he just no he what he does what happens is uh, our man fence no, it goes through the fence. Yeah, well, it doesn't go all the way through. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. Yeah, see how it's still not all the way through? And that's when he rips through the rest of it. He rips through the rest of it, and he grabs it and just lobs it towards where he it's coming from. Yeah. And he just explodes everything. I'm surprised that the, the whatever... Don't cannonballs usually explode when they hit? You know... I don't think so. I mean, maybe it depends on what kind of cannonball. Like, back in the day, they were just literal lumps. Cannonballs are cool. Yeah. Because back literally... Day, like, back in the day when you were like, you know, they were just literal lumps of iron. Well, little lumps of iron that you would either shoot at a boat or and they would just go through. Fort or whatever. But then this one actually has, I'm sure like, a have, fuse on it. Yeah. No way, it doesn't have a fuse. I'm sure they can... I'm sure war, you know, we're so good at killing other people. <laughs> uh, I'm sure the technology has evolved that now they explode. And then because all this stuff is happening, um, a regiment of Confederate soldiers. No, these aren't Confederate soldiers. These are, these oh, are Union soldiers. Oh, they're okay. Because they, because they, they, because they start talking about how everybody's like, oh, you're Confederate spies. Oh, that's right. Blah, blah, blah. They're blue. So a, a regiment of Union troops finds them. And they're super racist. And they don't seem to understand that they're not in their own time. Yeah. Like, it doesn't weird them out. There's a literal power plant and iron fencing and, like, all this sort of stuff. Plus people in costume. Yeah. Uh, they don't care. 
I don't know what happens here. Well, basically, what happens oh, is she slaps one of them. Well, because probably because he was being racist. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm saying they're being super racist and super creepy to her. Yeah. You know, because Doctor Midnight's a black lady, yeah. and they're like, "Okay, well, you must be Confederate spies, and we're gonna, you know, we need to corral you up, and we're gonna set up camp here, and, and like, you know." And she's like, "She's like, no, you're like everybody, like you, you don't belong here. Like you're not supposed to be not here." Like that, but are, don't you even notice that this isn't your time? Yeah. They should be more terrified of everything. Well, yeah, I mean, they're literally standing by a power plant. Yeah. That doesn't weird them out at all. No, I don't think electricity had been invented yet. No, it hadn't. And that's what I mean. Like, if you've never seen, you know, chain link fencing yeah. and a fucking power plant because they don't exist in your time. There's literally cars, power, like, whatever the. They're transformers. Transformers. Like, yeah, and all there's. These wires and stuff, and they don't even look at it. They don't even blink. They're just like, oh, well, yeah, well, we're just, we just saw our general, you know, general yesterday, so we're going to continue on like this is. And... Like, you guys should have figured this out by now. And also, too, I mean, I know Dr. Midnight's at a disadvantage, and maybe I guess, like, uh, I guess they're. What's his face? Uh, our man, like, because he has, like, he's good for an hour. Uh-huh. You figured he would just be able to, like, well, I'll just fucking waste these dudes because they all got, you know, guns and yeah, shit. Yeah, make but, most of your time, dude. But just it's like could, Viagra. That shit wears off. I know. He doesn't do anything. And so, but they start being really, you know, uncomfortable or really, really shitty to uh, Dr. Midnight. And she actually uh, drops one of those midnight bombs and ends up taking them a bunch, taking a bunch of them out. And as that's, as she's about to, you know, they're about to kind of get away from there a fucking car shows up and they're like a steel carriage oh my god and the sunlight you know the headlights blind dr midnight right and then they uh knock her out uh and, oh, then, and then they they tie up our man they tie up our man they they go to the store they're just like look at all this stuff we found and i'm like you guys, again you guys aren't weirded out by the fact that all this shit has like really colorful labels they found some vittles and like weird cans and like things you guys have never seen in your life you don't seem weirded out by that at all i, I am actually confused here because i didn't know maybe maybe they call these uh, maybe they called them back then too, but these because this, one of these guys is trying to open up a bag of potato uh, peanuts, yes. and he calls them goobers. It's like were goobers? Were they, were they called goobers back in the? In the in, they were just called peanuts, but I don't know. Well, it literally says peanuts on there, but he's like goobers, and I'm like, but goobers are covered in chocolate. Well, maybe they were called goobers back then. Like maybe that was a slang term for them. Old, I don't know. They have like weird slang. Old school goobers. So as he's fighting with the goobers, the uh, helicopter shows up. Yeah, helicopter shows up, and they're like, "Oh God, a Confederate balloon!" Yeah, <laughs> I do like that. I was like, I'm like, you, you guys really need to stop and think just for two seconds. Oh my God, uh, idiots! And I don't know. Somehow they get away. I don't. I don't know how they get away because like, our breaks chains and shit. And they, they well, no. Here's away, the thing. Here's the thing. They get away and then they run into the woods and there's a cave a there rock. randomly because it's because now they're in like there's more temporal displacement. So like, and Doctor Midnight's like, look, I grew up here. There should be no cave here. Right. And then so that's when our man straps like breaks his chains and like. Which why didn't you do that in the first place? Can't you just if you're if you're our man and you're full of strength and speed, just fucking whip these guys' asses. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. And so there's like, you're wasting. He, he's like, like, oh well, now my time is up and I don't have any energy. It's like, well, you didn't do shit. You just waste all this time jerking off these guys. Pretty much. And so then they're in the cave. The lights go out, and the lizard guy shows up and he eats all the confetti. The, the lizard guy. The, the lizard. He shows up and he eats all the soldiers. Yeah. Which that's kind of great. We get a bunch. We get a bunch of panels where there's just splotches of of red. There's actually like I just one where it's just a a 
mess of red and there's just some dripping. It's just it. dripping. Yeah. It's like, and I'm also kind of like, you know, you guys kind of, again, deserved it for having such poor observational skills that you could not put it together that you were no longer in your own time. Yeah. Uh, you guys suck. Yeah. So kicks they, his all, ass. they all died. So now it is time for Dr. Midnight and our man dinosaur fight to fight, fight a dinosaur basically. Hell so yeah. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They fight, fight a thing. And, Oh, because the the Confederate guys were like, we found this fancy explosion. It's basically uh, explosive. It's a uh, liquid explosive. Yeah. They're like, we found this fancy dynamite. For some reason, which is in this prehistoric cave. Yeah, we brought it with us, whatever. Well, that's it. That's and then it. it explodes. Yeah, basically, like, uh, Dr. And Midnight like holds off, our man holds off on the... Uh, uh, holds off on this for a minute. You know, holds off on the fight. You know, tries to hold it off while Doctor Midnight takes a bayonet and just expl- stabs, it. stabs it, and it explodes. And apparently, she felt she was con- she was convinced that the carcass was going to shield them from the explosion. Mm. And they are not covered entirely in dinosaur guts. Right? They should be. They should be. It should be really gross. It should be a fucking. It should be like Carrie. They should be walking around like Carrie right now. I am disappointed, Todd McFarlane. You didn't draw that right. Uh, yeah. But so yeah, and then they just uh, walk away. They walk away, and yeah. that's it. And then next issue, it's frenzied and Fivera. Fivera. I don't know how you say that. I'm uh, sure. Whatever. Uh, and that's it for the story. I do want to point out we have a nice little. Uh, I like we get these calendars for DC Comics from 1986, uh, but for some reason the <laughs> they're fashioned like so you have like a drawing of like a character uh-huh. in some of these, and they're saying there's a speech bubble and they're saying the month. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So like you got like Donna Troy is like a picture of the Titans she's and, saying January, and she's like January Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Silly. That's a little weird. It's silly. And then we, uh, yeah, we're not done quite done yet, though. We have a splash pinup page for Nuclon. Yeah. He is. The name is Nuclon. We have uh, some vital stats. We get a vital stat. So we get like his information here. Uh, Given name. His birthday is on October 12th. Oh, hey. Talks about his parents, uh, high school organizations, basketball team. Yeah. Future engineers. Ford Car Club, Aces Flying High Club. Oh, man. And then employment background, various summer and part-time jobs at auto local repair shops. Yeah, he's really into machines. He can change your oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I I need someone to come turn that stupid thing off because the the fucking mechanic forgot to. Yeah, I know. That's kind of frustrating. When you get your oil changed and they forget to reset the thing that tells you when to get your oil changed. Yeah. Mine came on like... Four days after I got my own. Well, Nuclon can fix this. Yep. Instead of me having to go back and be like, hey, motherfuckers, can you please fix this for me? Because I'm annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Stated ambitions to design, build, and fly own aircraft to spend several months every year in a cabin in the Rockies. Mm. So he wants to go hang out by you mm-hmm. and your family. Yeah. And so basically we get his special powers. Basically he's ex- was exposed to radiation uh, at when he was... From birth. Yeah. And oh, it also says... Because his father is... Personal style icon, uh, Seamus WWE. Oh, it does, Superstar. yes. Yes. Yeah. Seamus, who uh, was very young at this time, but he, uh, since, you know, we're talking about DC, he probably went into the future mm-hmm. and uh, witnessed Seamus. Well, this is all the universes were coming together. Oh, so all future Seamus was there? Yeah. Uh, we didn't see him on that ship, but yeah. No, and a light hit him and it was blinding. 
Oh, that's right. That's why you don't ever actually see him. Dr. Midnight would not fare well against Seamus. No. Seamus, I appreciate Seamus because it's nice to see someone as pale as me. Yeah. Uh, he's really pale. He's really pale. It would be like, and, and when light hits him, it's blinding. And I'm like, that's like me in the sun. Yeah. It's just so nice to see uh, someone else yeah, no. rocking that level of pale. I'm surprised. I mean, I know he's been on Conan a bunch of times, but I'm surprised that Conan has never made that much bigger a deal of his paleness. I think they do when he is on Conan. Probably when he's on. I maybe I don't see because he's Irish and redheaded and pale. He gets he's pretty well over with them. He's, he's yeah. Seamus is actually quite the uh, entertaining fellow. He's pretty funny. He's a pretty funny guy. Just a good dude. And uh, I think uh, I would much rather if they ever do an Infinity Inc. movie, I'd like to see him play Nuclon. Yeah, I mean he's got to look for it. I'd like to see them. Let's let's do it. Sure. Because uh, I mean, that people happen. are just clamoring for an Infinity Inc. movie. God damn it, I am. I want, <laughs> I want, uh, I want Obsidian. I want, no. I want. I don't mind seeing these characters. It's just this particular book. There's so much going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And it's one of those like, we got to talk a lot. There's a lot of characters milling about. Yep. And it's it gets very tedious mm-hmm. very quickly. And then we get to our letters page, which is just fuck this book over and over again. Yeah, just just fuck 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 fuck. It's no, it's it's actually inf- dear dear people, fuck your book. It's Infinity Ink, but ink is spelled I N K. Oh man, so many jokes. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, it's not- I also don't like this big white space they left here. You could have put bottom. something in here. Could have put something, just a little box. Put an ad in here. Yeah. Put a little fucking picture of Superman. Be like, hey. Something. Hi, guys. Expand this. Take this. Expand that. That's how you do that. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Put, maybe put a small letter in there that says, fuck this book. Yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. Picture of me with my, my middle fingers up. <laughs> it's just a picture of John. That's it for this book. This is for this uh, Infinity Inc. number 22 from January 1986. Uh, I think you've already said it, but nope. you're not going to read the next issue. No. Uh, I am not going to read the next issue of this particular series. I might find a, another issue of infinity inc to enjoy but maybe if it wasn't the crisis crossover yeah i know crisis so many characters because i hate that when there's so many characters that i'm just like wait what and then it stops in the middle and now we have another story i just don't i did like uh plastic man and elongated man i did enjoy that that was my favorite part of this book that was kind of fun i kind of want to know more about that yeah i like i want to see see what they were doing in crisis just kind of be like hey let's get stretchy yeah really (laughs) let's get stretchy you know what we're friends we're gonna get stretchy together we're going to embrace our truth as stretchy men. <laughs> Let's make a net and jump on somebody. We're going to have a club. Stretchy club? Stretchy club. Oh, that'd be a great book. Yeah. DC, know, DC Comics present. Come join us. Oh, man. You get, you get, Stretch Armstrong. See, too, ba- too bad they couldn't make that in the 90s. They could have extreme Gumby. Yeah. And kids would buy. I'd buy that. I mean, who wouldn't buy a Gumby holding like a fucking gun with pouches all over it? Oh, it'd be a gun made out of his own Gumby. Oh. <laughs> Ew. What does it shoot? I don't know, that, whatever that dog is that he had in front of with. It's a, a horse. It's Pokey. Did you shoot Pokey at him? <laughs> dog. I thought, no, I'm thinking about Davy and Goliath. Oh. I thought that was the... In fairness, it's kind of hard to tell that Pokey is a horse. <laughs> Pokey, that's Pokey. right. Pokey. <laughs> who would who Gumby's villains? Did Gumby have any villains? Hands. <laughs> uh, uh, feet. <laughs> Anything that Shoes. Can, <laughs> that could splash Tires. <laughs> Spatulas. Ooh, that you know actually that would be a good rolling mo- pins. You actually you know would be a good mo- good uh, good crossover would be like Gumby versus that tire from the movie Rubber. <laughs> Shit, I forgot about mo- the movie just Rubber. Just a movie about a fucking tire. That was a movie. Yeah, we watched that movie. We sure did because I mean it's a movie about a tire that's out for revenge, I believe. 
Yes. It kills many people. It just rolls. Yes. And that's all it does. But Gumby needs to fight it. But we need 90s Gumby. We need extreme 90s Gumby. Does they have a mullet? Yes. Okay. He has a mullet made out made out of uh, Gumby hair. Yeah. It's just another. It's just an extension. He just kind yeah. of fashions it. And yeah, but yeah, he hangs out. But then like he can join Stretchy Club. Yeah. With uh, uh, elongated, man. elongated man and Plastic Man. And Stretch Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong. Uh, if we're sticking in DC, where he can uh, get get some of the metal men in there. They sure. stretchy. There should, hey, you know who else he could hang out with? You know when you used to get cereal, it had those octopus things in the uh, cereal and you'd throw them and they'd stick to the walls. What were they called? They, I don't, uh, sticky octopus things? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stretch. Special issue focusing on sticky octopus things. I don't, I don't. You find a cereal. It was, you know what I'm talking I about? I know what you're talking about. used to climb down walls. Man, my mom used to hate those things. I don't like those things. I don't know why my mom hated them. Because they're fun. Well, yes. Uh, A, yes. B, because if you threw them up too high and then they'd climb down your wall, my mom swears up and down she could see the the, the sticky on her I could wall. see. No, I could see and that. She couldn't get up there because our wall, our ceilings were too high. Yeah, no, I could so see that. So if we threw them too high, she'd be so mad. No, I could see that. Yeah. Cause I could think she, she's probably right about that because like, that stuff, those things are gross. Don't, don't, don't encourage her. <laughs> <laughs> I can still see it, Jennifer. I can still Honestly, see the sticky. I'm surprised she hasn't told you about the time she had to paint the walls because I painted my nails and I shook it when it wasn't dry and I got nail polish on it. She had to paint the wall like the entire house? No, just where we sit at the table. Okay. She swears up and down I got nail polish on the thing. I don't remember that. Yeah. But she said she had to put... Uh, first, she did wall pa- uh, wallpaper to cover my thing. And then now she's had to paint it. Oh. And she blames me. I don't she probably that. just wanted to paint it. Yeah. It no, needed an excuse. Yeah, she just wanted to pin it on you. Yeah. I'm that sorry. Sounds right. It's okay. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, no, that'd be actually stretchy, stretchy game crew, game, stretchy group. Stretchy. What, what do we call it now? Oh, I don't know if we had a, a name for it. It was just their like their little stretchy gang or club. St- or- stretchy club. That's stretchy club. That's yeah. right. See, I'd rather read stretchy club oh, than I read uh, stretchy Infinity club. Inc. Yeah, that's great. Anybody who can stretch. Do we get the Marvel Universe involved too? Why not? Who, who stretches there? Mister Fantastic. Stretchy guy. Stretchy guy. Uh, he can hang out. I don't know if anybody wants to hang out with him though. He's kind of. A- I don't like. It. Yeah, he, as far as stretchy guys go, they can figure out if they want to let him in. But he is a stretchy guy. He is a stretchy guy. Yeah. Yeah, so anybody can stretch. Oh, they can all form into one big ball and throw themselves at people. Oh, man. One big parachute. But they have to make sure they keep their heads tucked because I don't want to break their necks. Oh, yeah. that, I don't Can you break their necks? They're all talking to each other inside the balls like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Is there? Can they break their necks? I don't know. It's a good question. Because, I mean, I've seen many things like elongated man getting his head stuck in a door. Well, we've had that. Like we his read, neck getting shut in a door. We read that one... Uh, Marvel of uh, that one uh, was it the the fucking uh, Brave and the Bold where that oh, yeah. guy was trying to hang him, yeah, <laughs> He's just hanging his stretchy neck, <laughs> yeah, so gross. Oh boy, gross. Yeah, stretchy gang, mm. stretchy, 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 whatever. Stretch club, stretch club, yeah, stretchy club. Uh, yeah, but anyways, yeah, we're not. I'm not gonna read the next no. one of these. I think. Stretch, I do. I, I, do you think Stretch Club has like one misguided old lady who just thinks it's literally for like stretching? Oh yeah, she's probably. Oh yeah, they and probably have some like, woman I'm just trying to, to get physical activities. She just has a mat, like a yoga mat. And yeah, she's just like she's trying to stretch, and they're like, uh, but they don't have the heart to kick her out because she's so sweet, and she always makes like homemade granola bars. Yeah, I know she makes snacks for Stretchy Club. Yeah, so just they're like, just, just, just it's fine. Just keep her in. <laughs> 
She lets them hang out in her basement. That's where they meet. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. pays the she pays the rent. Maybe on her lanai. Oh yeah, the lanai. Oh, yeah. maybe it's not a girl and girls. Maybe maybe it's yeah. Dorothy Zabarnak. No, she wouldn't tolerate that. Oh yeah, she would. It's gotta be Rose. <laughs> yeah, Ro- Rose. Rose is Rose is a part of Stretchy Club. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like I like where we're going with this. I like I like how we're bringing all these uh, these properties together. We're yeah. very, we're really good at that. We are. We're very good. We're really good at bringing all the properties together. Where's my Oscar? <laughs> yeah, where is our Oscar? <laughs> Where's my goddamn Oscar? Where's my goddamn for, Oscar? Where's my goddamn Oscar for Stretchy Club, starring uh, <laughs> Betty White? <laughs> do it, or she's gonna get Farina at the Oscars. <laughs> well, she don't know if she you does do it. She Farina Betty White. <laughs> but which, by the way, let's explain. Being oh. Farina means you get left, left out, out of the, the in memoriam because Dennis Farina, I think, it was last year got. Oh, or a, a, couple year, years ago. a couple years ago, he got left out of the in memoriam. So apparently, there's they forgot Adam West this year. They did. There's a whole bunch. They of forgot Adam ones. West. They forgot. They forgot Chris Cornell. As far as I'm concerned, and he, he was did, in singles. He was in singles. You have to make Damn sure that <laughs> Chris Cornell deserved to be in that montage because he, he was in singles. They they put in Chuck Berry. Chris right? Cornell was important as important to Chuck Berry as far as I'm concerned. I would agree. <laughs> he contributed just as much to American music. Yeah, he's been the... on soundtracks. He has been on soundtracks. So... He was on the Great Expectations soundtrack. So what the hell? And he was in singles. And he was in singles. He had a he had a critical role in singles as, as, as a guy that lived in Matt Dillon's building. And who didn't say anything. Did he not? No, I think he did. He might have said like a couple words, but he really just was kind of standing around with that all that hair. Oh yeah, no, he looked so good. He looked great in that movie. Oh, he really did. He was such God a damn. I was man. I was so jealous of that movie. He was like, man, I want to live in that movie. Yeah, I want to live. I want to be like. I man, want to live in that apartment if building. We could go back. To when that movie was filmed, we I want to fucking buy real estate. Uh, yeah, I want to go back and live in like that building. Yeah, and they could be like rehearsing and shit. It's like, yeah, but that's fucking grunge. It's awesome. Yeah, and they go. They'd be like, hey, you want to you want to come see early Pearl Jam? Hey, man, you yes. we're, we're gonna go down there and jam. Me and yeah. uh, we're gonna do Kurt some. Kurt Cobain's still alive. You want to check this out? <laughs> still, hey, look, there he is. He's still alive. He's like, hello. <laughs> Haven't done it yet. <laughs> So nope. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> hey guys, doing all right. <laughs> Kirk Cobain. I love cardigans. I love cardigans. Hey, I'm wearing a cardigan. No blood on it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> That's pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, we're talking about memoriam. That's okay. what you. Where's my Oscar? <laughs> where's, where's our Oscar? Where's our, where's our Oscar about the, the, the early days of the, the grunge scene story called, uh, <laughs> uh, stretchy gang. It's, it's called uh, Early Days of the Grunge Scene: Colon Jed and Sean buy property. <laughs> Jed and Sean own an apartment, own a condo, we own a condo in Seattle, where you could actually afford to buy shit back then. Where Matt Dillon lives <laughs> with his weird face, with his, yeah, with his weird chin beard yeah so uh, i guess that's it for this week's show people actually call each other on the phone in that fucking movie yeah oh speaking of, you want you want you want to tie it into comic books yeah uh victor garber's in that movie who plays martin stein in uh oh, yes. in uh legends of tomorrow he sure does so firestorm yeah. is in singles oh shit so let's say we're keeping it relevant we are keeping it relevant so we're like de- we always do like we do we, we planned this uh yeah so that's it for this week's show thanks for listening uh you can find myself on twitter and instagram at angry hero sean as well as you can check out my other podcast i could talk hey with joe Tadaro. you can find that on apple podcasts and everywhere you get your podcast 
podcasts. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. Uh, email us at Gmail, uh, Worst Collection Ever at gmail.com. Yeah, please rate, review, subscribe. Leave us five stars if you think we deserve it. We can always use more ratings, more interaction. That would be really dope. So uh, we really appreciate that. Anything else we want to cover? I think I feel like we're missing something. Mm, we got it. All right. Well, that's it. We'll see you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.